Welcome to the Hybrid Pub Scout podcast with me, Emily Einelander. And me, Corinne Kalaski. Hello. We're mapping the frontier between traditional and indie publishing, and we have a repeat guest on today. This is Brian Palmer. Hooray, Hooray. you fell for it. (laughs) (laughs) I fell for it. What did I fall for? Second (laughs) time. You were so entertaining the first time that I just had to say yes. Yes, well, I hope that's I hope that's true this time as well. Brian Palmer is the definition of the modern authorpreneur. With over 60 books written and published as a fantasy author, romance author, and ghostwriter, he also co-owns Harbinger Press with the incomparable Marie Robinson and is recently expanding his entrepreneurial compulsion with the first full-featured smart platform for writers, Scribby Writer Studio. Where he, where he finds the time to cuddle with his husband, Scott, and his wonder dog, Mac, is a matter of some speculation and calls into question the very nature of time and space as we know it. Welcome, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting so much effort into that. Yeah, bio. that was great. That was awesome. Go big or go home. That's, that's, my, that's my philosophy. We've been life. having so many like buttoned up, serious, like yeah. traditional interviews mm. lately mm. that it's good to have another like silly person on. Aww. I mean that's that wonderful. in the best way possible. I mean, yes. No, yeah, I, I completely understand. This is not a job. You're gonna, you're, you'll lose your mind if you try and take yourself too seriously at this job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now <laughs> you're. Did you develop the software yourself? This isn't on the list, but like. Oh no, no. Well, I came very close to it. It is. It it has not been developed and deployed. I have a number of like um, demos and stuff, uh, but we're at the. This is we we have reached the point where we now we have a developer on the line. We have we have someone who is like you know, excited and understands it. Like I, I, I ended up speaking to like six different developers and it took me until I met the people at Brain Hub before I explained it. And they were like, okay, well, we all really want to write books. So you okay. should, so we definitely want to do this. They're a bunch of nerds. And that's what I was looking for is a bunch of, a bunch of nerds who always wanted to write books. So that's the stage that we're at. I feel like everybody there's at least one person in every group of people who is like, I've always wanted to write a book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I, they, it's, I feel like there's gotta be at least four or five people in every group. If it's big enough, like it's, I, I don't, I've only met a couple of people ever who were like, wow, that's something that I, you know, just would never want to do or whatever. And really, honestly, those are just hypothetical people mm-hmm. who just didn't say, Oh, well, I've always wanted to write a book because it's like the first thing people say when they find out that you write books. Yeah. And I kind of love that. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I think it's wonderful. You just have an automatic into a conversation. So let's let's start into the meat of this discussion. And we're going to talk about yeah. your uh, your latest venture. What is Screeby Writer Studio? Stardio. <laughs> Studio. Studio. Um, so Scribby is a full-featured smart platform for writers. And by that, I mean that you can do everything in one place. You can brainstorm, beat sheet, outline, write, collaborate with your editors, co-authors, and beta readers, um, compile your eBooks and box sets uh, in with the system that we have. You can do that in seconds. Um, and on top of being able to do these things, though, the application is actually like tech technologically smart. It, 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 it learns how you work. It makes suggestions about scheduling. It can work with your smart devices like your phones and tablets and other, other devices in the future as well. We want to tie it into just everything that we can. 
to like help you get on track and help you meet your goals and stay scheduled uh, and help you coordinate with your team, like your, your editor, your proofreader, that sort of thing, um, to really become kind of like a, kind of like your virtual assistant as well as your office space. Like, so if you've ever seen um, some of these sci-fi movies where you've got like the sort of like the, the smart virtual assistant, there's, there's one movie in particular that I remember there being someone like sitting down to write their memoir and their computer is like, what happens next sort of thing. Um, we're trying to get as close to that like sci-fi level of like automation integration and assistance as we can. And with the design that we currently have, we're gonna get like really scary close to something kind of like that. And we have plans to to just make it smarter and smarter over time. So cool. Yeah, it's well, you gotta have that sci-fi aspect <laughs> if you're like trying to appeal to people with big imaginations. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. So it's kind of like a so so it's it's like project management software, but like also writing software but also social software yeah so um a lot of the so a lot of the clients that i work with uh, as a ghostwriter they use something called Basecamp, and they and they love it they've adapted it to their thing uh to, to how they work as a small publisher and it's great you you do have to like upload your files to the platform and then pass it to somebody else who does their like edits or whatever and then they upload a new file and then you have to download that file and you do this like sort of upload download export import cha-cha and um what i wanted to develop was a place that's kind of like just like like a virtual writer's office you go to this place and there's an assistant waiting for you and you can do everything that you need to do here if you need to send the file to your editor you don't have to do the download upload export dance um, you just invite them to the document and they can edit right there and if you are using your beta readers then you just send out an invite and they come and they read and they leave comments and instead of having to like there are some platforms for beta reading that are really amazing we me and me and marie we use them um it's really frustrating to have to do the like six window dance where you have to like have the different windows for each of the readers and their comments that they left as well as your document. And then you have to track like which chapter is this and that sort of thing. We wanted to do something where everything is in one place. And the more time, I feel like, the more time you can spend on the page doing work, the more likely it is that you will actually finish the book. Especially <laughs> if you've got, especially if you've got an application that occasionally like pops up on your phone to be like, hey, You've got to write 2,500 words today. Mm. Are you a little worried? Are you a little worried that's going to become like the Duolingo owl, though? <laughs> Do you know um, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The Duolingo well, owl, it's... like, literally threatens people. Oh, yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've almost learned, like, I've almost learned French and German and all these other languages, almost. And it's like, uh, I miss you. You're really not dedicated enough to this, are yeah. you? Like literally <laughs> telling you mean things. Like CoStar, CoStar and Duolingo right? are the meanest apps. I know they get on your they get on your ass about uh, learning languages and stuff. Um, I well, for one thing, the way that the platform is is devised and designed, everything is incredibly flexible. Like I was, I went into it being very conscious of the fact that I'm an incredibly structured writer. So my first instinct was to be like, 
I will introduce this platform and everyone will write books this way because this is the way that works for me, uh, which is kind of like the first instinct of all writers. But um, obviously that is super not true. Uh, so it's designed to be incredibly flexible. Everything, like there's like everything can be switched on, switched off. So if, you do, if you're the kind of person who just really doesn't need notifications at all, you just switch them off. If you're the kind of person who wants reminders at the beginning of the day, but doesn't want something to like bug you all day long, you know, then there's just literally, there's just a switch, switch for that. Turn off midday reminders. Um, we, so we thought about all of these different things, like what's going to be annoying to some people, but very useful to others. And then one of the cool ideas, not, it, it won't be like a day one thing. Um, it'll be, it'll be like in the first phase as we roll out new features and stuff like that. But um, one of the things that I uh, would really like to be able to, to offer on the platform is more customized messages. So whether that is just, um, whether that is letting people design their own messages, which eh, not everybody's gonna wanna do that, or offering basically like personality profiles. It's the very helpful, patient, helpful and patient Scribby, the sort of like crack the whip Scribby, and then for people like me, like the really snarky Scribby, that sort of thing. And the so, people like Corinne, the shaming Scribby. Yeah, shaming Scribby. <laughs> I grew up. I noticed like you haven't shame. written anything today. <laughs> exactly. Corinne, you have not read anything all year. <laughs> and I'm going to tell everybody on our podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. She's That's reading now. I'm the one who I doesn't am reading read. again. It's true. But I was going to say, I think that like, as far as like levels of motivation go, I think that's a really great idea because I have this problem with like fitness apps where it's like, you can choose like a trainer and you can choose like the one who's like really like cheerful who I hate or the ones who are just more like punishing who I think are more effective. But yeah, I told you right. It totally depends on the person, but I think that's like a really smart, uh, like addition to, to the program. Yeah. So, yeah. Day, day one, those, those reminders and things are going to be very kind of generic. Yeah. But over time we'll roll out more personality and stuff. I need that. Like all of my, all of my notifications would be really sort of brutal and snarky. Like, do you want to write this book? Because if so, you're 30 minutes late. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. That sort of thing. Like, that's what motivates me. Mm -hmm. But I know other people would be really offended. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're all so different because if somebody, like, if I got reminders like that, I'd just be like, fuck you. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I do. And then I'd never write again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I am driven by spite in so many ways. <laughs> a true Aquarius. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. All right. I remember speaking of spite, I remember when we talked in episode 14 uh. that part of what you wanted to do is just like blow Microsoft Word out of the water. Like, yeah, like kind of describe the differences and what you, uh, is that still the fact? Um, so what, so I was, I had started to, I had started the, the germination period uh, of this whole thing um, back then when we, when we actually had that, that's what I was kind of referring to is like, I don't know what it is, but I just want to do something that will just like free us from the iron grasp of Microsoft Word. Um, and which is, I mean, I don't want to invoke the trademarked wrath of Microsoft. They're a they're a wonderful program. They, it's you know, Word is a standard. Don't in, sue in us, Microsoft Word. <laughs> Not that they could. Um, but it's a very, it's a very broad tool, and you know, there's every industry. Like whether you're an athlete or like 
you're an accountant or you're in like stock markets or something like everybody has some sort of like specialized software that's like just for their industry um and and writing software is one of those that gets really sort of it's just it's very broad like microsoft word is like yeah yeah you can write a book in microsoft word um but it's it's not it's not designed for us it's designed for everybody who wants to put words in a document and send something you know i mean it's not it's not specialized to being a writer to being an author right right and it um, completely slows down your computer and crashes if um, you put too many words things. in there and like if the the comments suddenly disappear and <laughs> right yeah yeah it's got some it's got it's got some hitches some some hitches that can be fatal to uh, a project if you're an author it's especially. some tolkien shit <laughs> yeah. as yeah. you go on it just gets harder and harder and you have to like right? shore up your fortitude <laughs> so yeah so i am so uh, so i am in a I, I am on something of a of a minor epic quest against microsoft word not because it's a bad program but, but because we could just do a lot better and everybody else, every other industry, they are doing better. So there's no reason we shouldn't. Um, but you had asked, uh, what are, you, you said, us, what's the, what are the main differences? Like, what, so what sort of sets it apart? And what makes it similar? Like, what are the things that it improves upon, I guess? Yeah, well, for one thing, um, let's, say, let's say you're going to write your, write your novel or your uh, nonfiction work or anything like that, anything that you're going to write in Microsoft Word. Uh, for one thing, it doesn't do any degree of like element tracking. So you're going to write a book. You've got the one, well, if you're like, if you're anything like me, you've got the one document that is the sort of like, I have an idea. I need to like kind of spew words onto a page to kind of work that idea out, right? That's one document. Uh, and then now I have to take all of that and I have to organize it into something sort of approximating an actual story. And that's a second document that you know, hopefully becomes an outline, uh, or it dies at that point, one way or the other. Um, and then finally, like, it's time to, it's time to actually write the book. And so that's a matter of having, like, the brainstorming sort of document in one place, and the outline in another, and then the main document, and I kind of, like, we do, we're jumping back and forth between them. And there are a couple of ways around that to use, like, comments and that sort of thing, but it's a lot of manual work. And all of that manual work is time that I'm not writing a book, right? So one of the main differences is just how we organize all of that information on Scribby. Um, as you, we've got, a, we've got our various like writing stage sort of dashboards, right? And you don't have to use all of them, but they're all available. You've got your brainstorming dashboard, a beat sheet dashboard, outlining dashboard, the writing dashboard. Sort of take you through that, through that whole process if that's the kind of writer that you are. And as you build them, they become cumulative. They're each, everything that you put down in your, in your brainstorming documents, um, answering particular brainstorming questions that either you write for yourself because you just know what you need to ask yourself to get the right story, um, or because of the way that we sort of structured the back end, you can download genre-specific questions from our library, you can get them from your friends, like we, we've made everything kind of shareable and accessible, right? As you fill those out, they get logged into your story base. You move to the next stage and you take all of that with you. And it's just, it's accessible in the side pane at a click and it's always there. So if you're in the process of doing your beat sheet and you think like, 
And the beat sheet, the beat sheet's kind of like a outline, right? Like all of the points you have to hit in the story for people to like. If you're, for those that don't know, if you are either a highly structured writer or you just like, you just like a nice sort of like structured place to start your outline, a beat sheet is the, it's the, it's the, it's the series of like necessary moments and turns in a story that give it good structure. The moment the wizard comes to town and tells Frodo, you know, you've got to take this ring to the Mount Doom. The call to adventure, as as uh, Joseph Campbell would say. Yeah, exactly. The call to adventure. That's a yeah. Those are all those are beat systems and beat sheets and so yeah. So that's <laughs> so that's the essence of a beat sheet. Um, but we. Uh, so what we wanted to do is make sure that as you do that work, the work that you do is then always accessible, it's nicely organized, it's easily searchable, and that you never have to leave your current, like if I'm in the outlining stage, I don't have to leave and go to another document to look at my beat sheet. I don't have to go somewhere else to look at the brainstorming. Um, if I want to, if I'm gonna start building like a story Bible, for instance, I can start doing that from the first stage and all of that stays organized and moves with me so that by the time you get to the point where you're gonna write the book, um, it's been a cumulative process that has stayed with you. You don't lose anything, everything stays organized. There's no jumping from one document to another. You can always stay on the page that you're on. And um, I am of the belief, and it's been sort of borne out by talking to a lot of other authors that the more time you can spend on the page, the more likely it is that you will get the job done and get it done quickly. Uh, every time you every time you leave the page, that's a break point. That is a point where you can get distracted, go check your email, get on Facebook, Twitter, go record a podcast, like whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, whatever it is you do. Sorry. If you, stop, if you stop what you're doing, um, you know you're gonna you you'll end up distracted and that sort of thing. And yeah. not everyone is, and not everyone is like that. I mean, I, I'm. I'm the sort of writer that if I leave the page for a minute or more, like I'll get distracted and do something else and then have to remind myself to go back. Some people do it with just sheer gumption and willpower. And those people are awesome. They are in the minority. What is willpower anyway? Like, what does that even mean? (laughs) Willpower? I feel willpower is just, I mean, speaking as a, speaking as someone who who practiced hypnotherapy for about six years, um, willpower is really just a habit. Like there's no such thing as willpower. Willpower is an illusion. You're either you're either you either have good habits, or you take the time to make good habits. But there's not really like a yeah. Anybody who makes it seem like they have iron will, they're just they're just used to doing things. That's what that is. They're just used to doing things. <laughs> they just have a habit of they just have a habit of like completing tasks. That's it. Can you go into a little bit more detail about the social writers group aspect of the software? Um, and do people already need to have a writer's group in place or is there a way to find other authors within the program? The, to the, to what, how you'll find other authors. Um, initially there's a social platform aspect. It's very, it'll be very narrow though. It'll be just for the people who are actually creating new projects and that sort of thing. But when you first, when you first log on and you make your first pen name and that sort of thing, whether that's an actual pseudonym or just your name, um, you'll be able to tag your tag yourself or a particular series in a particular genre. So if you're like a romance author, fantasy author, science fiction, that sort of thing, you can let Scribby know that. And 
you can look for other authors on the social platform. Like you just look up like fantasy authors and connect with people. What we expect is that the more common way for people to connect will be that they already know somebody who's using the platform and reach out and create a connection that way. And then writers groups, they work, they work the same way that you would expect them to like as a Facebook group, you, you create a new group and you invite a user to join the group or somebody invites you to join a group, that sort of thing. Um, over time, that's gonna expand. And part of that is because we, we our, our whole first stage is all about just making the writing experience like easier, more organized, more efficient, giving you some support so that you've got this virtual assistant that's sort of like helping you get things done. Um, and also providing collaboration, that sort of thing. Um, so the virtual assistant's doing like the heavy lifting and the author, the other authors are there for like support and ideas and stuff like that. Yeah, well, writing is a lonely, it's a lonely profession, you know, you gotta have friends, but by providing the, providing that initial social platform and really that, like the idea of connecting with other authors, creating writing groups, that sort of thing, that's actually a byproduct of what we want to do. So we already have to lay the groundwork for the social aspect of the platform because we want to do more than just help people write books and stay focused and you know meet their goals and things like that. We actually have long-term plans for new and interesting ways to connect authors to readers. So the social platform initially is just for the authors, for the people who are, who are subscribed to the platform and that sort of thing, um, because we want that framework in place and that's a good way to use it. But over time, we're, we're hoping for that to be a place where, say you're a reader and you love fantasy and you got some friends and they tell you like, we're on Scribby, or you get a link from the author in your newsletter and say, and the author says like, hey, come join Scribby, it's completely free, you can download the mobile app, I'm gonna start putting excerpts and teasers and things like that out to my reader group, they all join, and um, we wanna be able to do things like, you. let's say you finish a book, you've got it published, and Scribby can, you can let Scribby know the store links, mark a book as published, and Scribby will take that store link and send it out to users on the app on their phone, and pop up and say like, hey, one of your favorite authors just released this book, here's the link. So we wanna shorten the gap between I discovered this book and I went and I picked this book up, right? So that's the long-term plan. And because we have that, and because we have that plan in place, like everything that we're gonna do long-term, we've got like a, we've got a five-year map for where Scribby goes over the next five years once it, once it launches. And in order to make sure that we can meet that map, we've got all of these, all of these sort of modular features to start with that eventually expand. So writer groups, how you find them, it works just like any other social network. You look it up by subject, you connect directly to a, another user. Um, what we are hoping is that people will invite other users onto the platform. So if I you know, have a favorite proofreader, a favorite editor, something like that, I invite them to the platform. They're not creating projects, so they don't have to pay to use it or anything but then they're there, they're available, they start connecting with other authors because I tell somebody, I've got a really excellent editor, they're here on Scribby, they can work in your document live, like here's their name, you should hire this person because they're already in your office basically. So that's, that's how we're hoping that that will work. Um, a little bit of built-in marketing. Yeah, absolutely. 
is is it just for people who are writing like sci-fi fantasy i mean story bible i've mostly heard from fantasy authors but um i mean can even you know nonfiction writers work with it like who who is it tailored for so the back end of our story base is um, super customizable, and we've tested it in a lot of really fun ways um, for doing things like storing research notes for a particular subject matter. Which, if you're if you are writing fantasy or something historical, then uh, you know you've got your particular needs as far as research goes. Um, but the same thing can be applied to just like um, to like nonfiction in general. So if you're researching a particular subject or trying to get your thoughts organized or that sort of thing, and you want to organize them in a way that makes them very searchable, um, we the story base is searchable. Story base is what we kind of call the story bible, but it's it's more than that. It's it's every book in a series. It's all the characters. It's all the notes and everything that you take. And it's a database. So story database, we call the story base. And um, yeah. And um, so it's searchable just by text. So every note that you put in there, if you go to the search bar and you look up a particular word, it's gonna pull up everything that's sort of attached to that. But we also allow for really specific searching through hashtags. So if you were gonna write nonfiction and you're gonna separate it into, um, let's say you're gonna talk about story structure and you're gonna separate it into like multiple different topics on the, you know, on the topic of, on the subject of story structure, then you can tag those notes as you come up with them or as you pull them from one place, give them a hashtag that matches the subject. And then when you need to reference all of those, you just click the hashtag and pull up all of your notes related to that particular subject, right? So we've, we've, so we've thought about ways to make it really flexible because even within like things like fantasy, like not everybody keeps a story Bible the same way. We can't impose structure on someone's like process, not an outside structure. But what we can do is provide tools that allow you to build the structure yourself. Okay, so is the software mostly for self-published authors, or can authors who are working with the intention of querying literary agents benefit from it also? Um, yes, and. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> oh, it, it, so it's it improv now. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, he's married to a, to a drama I'm person. To, oh, a, okay, to a theater director. <laughs> Although, as it happens, he loathes improv. I... But also loathe improv <laughs> so why am i not surprised i thought i hated so much um uh, he's yeah he he loves like very well structured yes. thought out right like directed mm -hmm. theater that like yeah is there for a purpose to make a point right yes which is to, to be fair to be fair i'm not a big fan of improv either yeah. but I, I mean i love like whose line is it anyway? mm -hmm, so, sure i don't like amateur improv right oh god yeah. no one yeah. likes that nobody <laughs> that's the sort of that's right? like a first draft like no one should yeah. see your first draft. <laughs> no, true. Um, so yeah, so the way it was designed, what I thought about initially, of course, was what do indie authors need? And that is because indie authors do not have the same kind of professional support network that a traditional published, traditionally published author does, right? We have other needs, we have additional needs. But our, but the, the needs that we have are actually like all of the basic needs are the same needs that a traditionally published author does. So where can authors go to get started? Um, well, so we are, so the next stage in our grand plan for development is a crowdfunding campaign. This is not a, this is, this, this software doesn't exist yet. It exists, it's as frameworks and demos and things like that, um, but it's not ready to deploy by yet by any means. So we are, 
about to launch a crowdfunding campaign to raise $120,000, which is a lot. It is, uh, but um, the reason that we are confident, the reason that we set the budget like we did is because um, we have we have built a system that is, we have built and designed something that is designed to grow very rapidly. We have a really, really specific plan. And a lot of the times these types of tools, like, well, I hate to just like call out, call out people, but there is another tool out there that tried to tackle the story Bible problem. Um, and their development was incredibly slow and frustrating and they lost a lot of users and they still haven't quite gotten there. Um, so what we wanted to do is make sure that we have a plan laid out so that our very first release is incredibly useful to the most number of people. So all of our core features from day one, people start using it and it will immediately change the amount of time that you spend doing menial tasks. It will immediately make your whole process more efficient, easier, help you capture it and be able to repeat it more easily, that sort of thing. So, um, so that's the reason that the, the target is, is, is where it is, $120,000, uh, because we didn't want to release something that was only going to be like kind of partially useful for a little while, right? Um, but people who do want to get involved can find us on Indiegogo or can find us at scribby.org. Super easy to remember. And people can get involved for as little as $5 or we, we have a number of different like levels for backers and stuff. If you want to get involved, but like you're strapped for cash, you're just not sure, you're not sure that you necessarily, um, or you're a reader and you just want to get your favorite author an early birthday present, um, then we have a level for that, it's just $5. Um, and then we also have varying levels from like 40 to 70 to like when we launch, you'll be able to get you know, extra months basically for, uh, at a discount for Scribby, right? Uh, and then we've got a $250 level that is for lifetime access to Scribby forever. So that's $250 if you are going to live to be, say, 100 years old, then that's, uh, like, that's paying like pennies a month uh, for Scribby for the rest of your life. And we are very confident. I mean, we've got a lot of videos up, the campaign page, the pre-launch campaign page is up. We've got videos showing videos and gifts and images showing all the little nitty gritty details of how it works. Um, I am confident that this is the type of tool that if your goal is to be a professional indie author, if you want to build a big catalog with lots of books, especially if you're going to write in series, which is as a fiction writer, especially that is the way to make money. You, 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 you have to write in a series to make really good money as a, as an indie author. Um, but if that's your goal, then this is the tool that you will use literally every day of your career uh, and it will drastically change the way that you write. I am 100% confident in that. Brian, thanks for, thanks for joining us today. It was You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. I was, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to, to talk about this. Yeah. All right. And we'll, uh, we'll put all of your links in the show notes and um, keep everybody updated on your progress with this. And you can follow us on Facebook at Hybrid Pub Scout, on Twitter at Hybrid Pub Scout, on Instagram at Hybrid Pub Scout Pod. And you can sign up for our newsletter and download 
the hybrid pub scout guide to picking your publishing path. So if you're not sure whether you should do indie publishing, uh, self-publishing, traditional publishing, if you're wondering what to do, this might help get you started. Um, what do you have to say, Corinne? What do you, what do you got? Stay you safe got out there. Stay safe <laughs> out there. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Live, else. laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> As I always say. Yes. Thanks for giving <laughs> a rip about books.